From beautiful Ashland, Oregon, I am Pleiadian Emissary of Light, Caroline Ra. Thank you all for joining me today. Welcome to Spirit of the Dawn. It is a time of tremendous spiritual evolution on our planetary home. Many of us have come to a place on our journeys where we are ready for new ways to experience our lives, new ways to interact with our challenges, new ways to obtain that which our souls desire. There are wise teachers stepping forth, sharing universal wisdoms and truths to light the way for us. I have spent an amazing and transformational week working with the teachings shared by my guest today, Danielle Rama Hoffman. Danielle is a divine transmitter and scribe of ancient and innovative wisdoms. In her latest book, The Council of Light, Divine Transmissions for Manifesting the Deepest Desires of the Soul, Danielle shares the teachings of a group of thousands of intergalactic light beings from across the multiverse, the Council of Light, whose purpose is to support individuals as they shift into unity consciousness and return to their natural state of joy. Danielle has been a very special light on my journey, and I am delighted to welcome her to Spirit of the Dawn. Danielle, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you thank so you much so for having me on your show. It's fun. We're finally connecting almost in person, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, it's been, oh, it's been years since we've actually connected, and you have been busy with so much, so creating so many beautiful offerings for all of us. And your latest, The Council of Light, has been transformational for me personally. Could you explain to everyone who are the Council of Light? Yes. Well, I first was introduced to the Council of Light in, in this lifetime, at least, around 2003 or 2004, through my connection to Thoth, the Egyptian god of infinite wisdom, who I'd been connected to for quite some time. And... I was in a meditation actually to connect to the Temple of Luxor in Egypt and when I first entered into this temple I was in my meditation just greeted by these thousands and thousands of light beings who then I came to realize were what the Council of Light and that this Council of Light has representatives from different galaxies, different cosmos, and really have come together in response to our asking, our calling, with the purpose of enhancing joy and therefore health, wealth, and happiness. And so that was really my first connection to them, and I spent a lot of time in meditation and also transmitting group transmissions with the Council of Light that then became the basis for the latest book, The Council of Light, Divine Transmissions for Manifesting the Deepest Desires of the Soul. So that's a snapshot of the Council of Light. Thank you, Danielle. When, um, when you started working with them, did it become a personal transformational experience for you? It really had. You know, I, I think that one of the things that I noticed was a lot more joy 
especially in the physical realm, that I was able to really connect on the energy levels for quite some time before that, and yet to really have experiences in my body that I enjoyed. Like shortly after that, I started uh, training for a triathlon and did a triathlon and just loved it and uh, really had some shifts when it came to materializing or actualizing greater financial wealth. So I think that what I would say for my personal transformation is that I noticed that what I knew to be true spiritually and in my beliefs, I began to experience more and more in my everyday life from working with the Council of Light and I've seen that in other people's lives as well who have connected to their own Councils of Light. Can you explain what unity consciousness is? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, wow. Um, Unity consciousness is oneness. It is alignment. It is that divine awareness of the wholeness that exists in each and every moment, in each and every being. And it's interesting to talk about unity consciousness because I'm drawn to talk about separation consciousness and and really the shift in consciousness that we're experiencing on the earth plane at this time just to provide a little bit of that contrast or that that context and moving away from a sense of separation or lack or striving or struggle into a sense of really feeling at home within ourselves really having a connection to the the soul to ourselves as multidimensional divine beings in a state of alignment in a state of love um, yeah, but I think that's a beautiful question. I think I'll ask the Council of Light what the what you what they would say unity consciousness is. <laughs> well, um, the book has a really fascinating structure to it. It's a very interactive book and uh, and easy to interact with. Also, at least I found it easy to interact with. It was very inviting. I felt very included in the process and. Part of the book, the first part of the book, is working with these different rays of light. And they were amazing. Now, in your book, you say the rays of light exist within us, that they're not separate from us. Can you talk to us about the rays of light? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that the experience that you're describing, that it felt so inviting and inclusive, really has been my experience of the Council of Light as well, is that they're really accessible and that the the book begins with an invitation for each person to meet with their unique Council of Light, understanding that we each have our own vibration, signature energy, and so it would make sense that we would have a unique uh, group of light beings if we choose to connect with them for support. And so once that, that connection is made, then the rays of light are also more easily able to be calibrated to and there are 11 rays of light and each ray of light has a a specific frequency and vibration that also creates certain uh, experiences in our lives and 
in that awareness of unity consciousness, in that awareness that all is one, there really is this remembering process. And that may also be part of what you're experiencing is that it's more of a remembering that we have the rays of light within us. And then by running these energy streams within our system, it helps raise our vibration and then manifest those desires that we, that we really have. Danielle, we, we tend to have been brought up in a world of duality where we keep that which we desire separate from us. And um, through working with the rays of light, I was able to not have that which I desire separate from me. And that was fascinating uh, experience for me. Um, can you tell me what other people experience when they work with the rays? Yes, well, the results that people have been getting and the experiences that they've been having have been amazing. And I, I love to just what you said in terms of not being separate from what it is that you've desired. And that really what I feel so passionate about and a strong stand for right now in the world and that the Council of Light book is really about as well is that we have learned as much as we possibly could learn from separation, that we're really just masters of that already and that there's more to be garnered from living a life based on unity, based on joy, based on our awareness of ourselves as creator beings. And so I think that part of what happens when people work with the Council of Light is that then they are vibrating more with their own unique signature energy and then shining that vibration more fully and so what people have experienced has been that they have then felt more guided in their lives and so concretely people that have worked with the Council of Light have brought in their own bodies of work, written books, uh, started businesses, had better relationships, manifested more money um, and also, I think that one of the things that I remember from when I was doing the group sessions about 10 years ago that people would tell me a lot is that they just felt more centered through experiences, that their external life may have ups and downs, but they just felt more connected along the way, that they were less willing to go down a negative spiral of emotion or thought processes that there was a greater sense of of neutrality and of ease in being with whatever was going on in their lives I remember one part of the book where it said to live in your own paradigm not to go into other people's paradigms and I know that years ago you were teaching our family not to go into other people's yards but to stay in our own yard <laughs> can you talk about all that Yes, well, I love the way the Council of Light explained it to me too, is that we really are all in our own universes. If we look at the, the galaxy or the solar system, the sun doesn't try to be the moon or try to be Saturn or try to be Jupiter, that they all exist within a larger galaxy, but then unique in and of, of themselves. And so that we're that way as well, that we create our, 
our own realities or co-create our own realities in a larger context. And so the one of the rays that comes to mind when you talk about staying in your own yard is the the peace ray and that the peace ray really helps especially people that are empathic or uh, have a tendency to perhaps put the needs of others in front of or to the de- detriment of what they they need to help really be able to, to separate that and then as we're each in our own energy location then that's also where we have the power to create and for example the the solar ray helps to help us be current with who it is that we become who it is that we've become and in in the now vibration that's really where our creative power is and also in the shift in consciousness really the invitation is for us to each be our unique brilliant selves and to not try to be like everyone else that that there there was a time and a place for that in survival consciousness and yet now there's really an invitation to be as uh, individualized oneness to be as unique as we as we each are and then that can be a huge gift in navigating these changing times Danielle, you are a divine transmitter and a scribe. Um, can you tell us what that feels like to do that and how you began doing that in your life? Mm-hmm. Well, it feels amazing. It's really so blissful for me and one of the things that I, I just love, love, love doing and Really, you know, I think it began in in various ways uh, throughout or along my life. But I'd say one thing that really shifted for me was was when I received a direct transmission into the lineage of of Thoth and started going to Egypt and just awakening my subtle senses. And it happened earlier than that with uh, doing energy healing and having energy go through me. And yet, after that time, I really felt a direct reconnection to source. And particularly as that lineage of, of Toth, of Thoth, of infinite knowledge, and that that he is connected to the Akashic Records, the, the scribe. And that for me, just being in that state of consciousness and receiving information and translating it much that we much like we think about scribes translating consciousness is just an exquisite experience for me to be having um danielle are you visionary do you see the beings who you're interacting with i do you know it's really evolved over the years that in the beginning for example when i had a massage practice and what was that, 1993 or 1994, I really had more of a kinesthetic awareness and uh, a visual awareness. And then it it's just gotten more multidimensional that sometimes I hear and feel and see and, and really just full-on embody that, that consciousness and, and, trans, and transmit it from that kind of a connection. So it's 
really multifaceted and it kind of changes. Like I remember I brought in a body of work uh, working with the Egyptian pantheon, one god or goddess a month, and it depended on the god or goddess, like Hathor, the goddess of love and ecstasy. You know, I couldn't really sit down and and have a, a meet and greet with her where I was writing. It was more going for a walk or a hike or a massage or doing something more sensory oriented that I could connect to her. So I think that's also part of it. The way that I connect and the way that we each connect is based on our natural abilities and the way that we tend to learn or take in information. But then it's also dependent or interdependent on the kind of information that we're accessing. So for me to access the Council of Light, it really was an amazing up-leveling because I needed to be more and more in the vibration of of joy to access that consciousness of of joy that they streamed through. Mm. Uh, Danielle, you do so many things. Um, And I'm hoping today we can connect with the Council of Light. Would that be possible at all so that we could have a direct experience with them today? Yes, I love that. Yeah. Do you want to do that now? Yes, yes. Let's do that now. I welcome, <laughs> that. I welcome the Council of Light to join us. That would be quite lovely. All right. So before bringing in the Council of Light more consciously, I would just invite everyone to relax and to set their intention or their choice to receive what it is that's yours to receive, to receive what it is that is yours to receive, to receive what it is that's yours to receive, remembering that this process is one that you are directing, you are co-creating. So this is the Council of Light that's moving more into the forefront of this interactive divine transmission with the vibration of joy, with the vibration of the emerald ray, the U-ray, and with the vibration as well of the Venus ray. And we have already heard that you have spoken about our purpose and yet we like to say it directly and that is to enhance the vibration of joy and therefore health wealth and happiness in alignment with each being's deepest consciousness deepest signature energy and so we are here and open to just transmit as called, or if you have any particular questions, we would also be open to responding and transmitting in relationship to those questions. Well, I will ask a question. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you for spending this lovely week. I'm looking forward to continuing uh, joining with the Council of Light, even after the interview, and um, it's a lovely process. Can you share with us how to live and experience our lives in the now, how to experience the moment and not the baggage from the past and thinking about the future. Mm. Beautiful question. So there is in the Joy Ray chapter, 
the invitation to really go within and see if each person is willing to live an exquisite life and that that question may seem very easy to say yes, that each person is willing to live an exquisite life and yet that's where we would begin in response to your question is the invitation to really go within and see because it is a conscious choice it is a free will choice to have an exquisite life and if somebody is not really choosing that then they will continue to carry the baggage forward as you said or focus on the future so once that decision has been made and we also like to say you can always undecide it later if you choose that living an exquisite life isn't something that you would like really to do and we're joking a bit and yet once that choice is made the solar ray is the one that is the now ray and that it supports the individual system to be current with who it is that that they've become and we are aware that your question from our perspective really gets to the heart of why it is that some people transform or change or create what they want and why it is that some people don't and that the idea that one can wake up and be different than they were when they went to sleep and not just 10% different yet really different is something that sometimes can stop people from accessing what it is that they want and we want to share in this moment that what each person wants even if they've never created it before the transformation can happen in an accelerated way and one of the subjects that we love to talk about is positioning and this is a chapter in the book as well because everything has had purpose in your life up until this moment and this positioning has and is positioning you to easily just drop into an experience that could be very different from what you may have had before so to summarize we would say are you choosing to live an exquisite life and if yes calling upon the solar ray and then really recognizing that that transformation or that change or that actualization can happen easily rapidly if you choose it to be thank you so much for that beautiful answer we often hear the word abundance can you tell us what abundance truly is? Hmm. Well, we would say that abundance in a way has a personal definition and it has a universal definition. And we would invite each person to really see if they're choosing to really uncover their own optimal version or definition of abundance because as we tune into those listening the the personal definition of abundance is often overlaid with separation 
consciousness with a sense of feeling like it may be for somebody else or if there is abundance that it comes at a cost or that abundance is okay spiritually but perhaps not materially or vice versa. And so to us, the the invitation is to recognize your own updated version and you can imagine pouring the solar ray on the vibration or definition of abundance and then also the universal truth that it is abundance is abundance is it's not something that is earned or forced or manipulated or created it is and from our perspective it is a a birthright and so connecting to the Venus ray which is the ray of opulent bliss is one ray that can support the expansion into greater states of abundance and so when people think of abundance they often think of money or they think of love or they think of health or they think of joy and yet what if that abundance was beyond that what if it was the awareness that each individual is a divine multi-dimensional being and that all there is is expansion all there is is abundance all there is is that divine union so we love this question it's actually one of the first times that we've worked with pouring a ray of light on a word like that, on a concept like that, on someone's individual definition of the word abundance. So that can be a fun tool for people to continue to play with if there's another word or another area that they have a charge on or that their definition isn't really theirs. Maybe it's been passed down from their parents or from the collective consciousness and that's another way to get current with who it is that each person has become in the book there are so many wonderful exercises thank you for that answer there's so many wonderful exercises in the book to help everyone to uh, really start practicing and really infuse all this wisdom into their lives and into their knowing one of the practices is to understand uh, about bringing things into wholeness, which really is a rather new concept instead of just releasing things that are negative energy, but bringing things into wholeness. I found that fascinating. It's new for me. Can you please share that more deeply? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so there had been in the in the old paradigm back to your awareness of paradigms the idea that if there was something that was unpreferred maybe that was an emotion or a thought or a way of being that one needed to release it one needed to get rid of it one needed to uh, somehow clear it and that actually everything is energy at its base and so that which is dual that which is up and down are actually in a state of wholeness and so 
by including that which you may not prefer or that which may be separate or in duality it's actually like taking your focus from a tunnel vision into a larger vision to see what was there all along and to include it back into the wholeness back in the oneness back into the source from which it came is really a beautiful way of living a beautiful way of existing and not only that with the awareness that everything has had purpose separation consciousness has also had purpose your vibrations that are slower moving more slowly like those negative emotions or an experience of not having love or money or whatever it is that somebody may be experiencing when folded back into the oneness back in the wholeness is it's like adding rocket fuel to the rocket that there is blast off and from our perspective that is something that has been misunderstood in in the past and in the talk about ascension or moving into a greater state of being or elevating consciousness that can only occur as it is remembered to already exist in its wholeness nothing is missing everything already exists in this moment so it's more about lifting the veils or the illusion of separation and we love the love ray for that to really lift that sense of separation that veil or that illusion of being separate from anything to reveal the wholeness that exists there we love this concept very much as well there was a a wonderful passage in the book. Thank you so much for that answer. There was a wonderful passage in the book about releasing our, oh, I don't know, our contracts, ending our contracts to put others ahead of ourselves. So many of us have lived our lives putting others, the needs of others, and seeking out people to help. And, uh, and it was a wonderful process to end that, those contracts. Um, those many of us still find ourselves, we're still parents and we're healers or we're spouses and we're in relationships. How can we um, help others with the, using the rays but, uh, and, and integrate those into our lives but also stay whole ourselves? Mm -hmm. Yes, well, there were many layers in what it is that you just described there and we would go back to the exercise of completing any contracts or agreements that you may have had in the past and including those back in the wholeness back into the oneness so that then life can be led for the joy of it for the overflowing of it from the place of recognizing that all is well already that nobody needs to be saved or fixed and that the forgiveness ray can help with that sense of equality in relationship that sense of recognizing that what's ever happening in somebody else's life no matter how it may appear from the outside is actually what it is that they are creating for themselves what it is that they are choosing from themselves for themselves and so 
to really, as we tie into the the theme of the book of manifesting the deepest desires of the soul to deconstruct any desires that are based on separation because somebody may want more money out of a fear of a lack of security or somebody may want to help somebody out of a fear of being ostracized or or left alone. What would it be like to be connected to those deeper desires to really be coming from a place of wholeness and then connecting to others from their place of wholeness? So when you ask the question, how can as healers, as spouses, as parents, you how can you be in relationship in a way that uplifts, in a way that expands, and in particular using the rays of light, is to really come from that place of equality, that place of the 50-yard line. And for those that already have an energy healing practice, the rays of light are great additions to just be running those rays of light or sending the rays of light and particular the ray of light called light holds all of the 11 rays of light within it and that by sending or visualizing the ray of light of light it gives somebody access to what it is that they already have access to and their wholeness is more realized. And of course, it's always their choice. So it's really a multi-layered question, beautiful territory that we covered. And there is much to continue to ripple out from what has just been explored. Uh, had it been a plan years ago, and thank you for that answer, had it been a plan years ago for the Council of Life to come to uh this 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 time in our journeys here on earth to help us was this a plan that was put into place many years ago we would say that it was co-created from the space of original thought original awareness and rather than it being viewed as a, a plan, we would say that it was a a choice, a response to a calling or an asking. And yet, yes, it has originated in the origin of thought and time and and space, that there is an agreement that we have had and continue to have for the joy of it, for the bliss of it, to be of support to those that are choosing to experience this shift in consciousness at this time. Being from many different parts of the, our different universes, different, uh, part, different galaxies, do you infuse your different wisdoms and areas that you've mastered from your own experiences into what you share with others? Yes and no. We would say that really underscores the awareness that each being has their own soul lineage or they originate from a certain vibration or frequency. And so as you connect to the 
Pleiades, others may connect more to Venus or to uh, an origin that's beyond the central sun. And so even though we are a band of consciousness, a spectrum of consciousness, it really is about each individual that unlocks that which will be of the most resonant vibration and wisdom for for their own system and in the sense that the council of light the rays of light are vibrating are providing tools and consciousness that are ancient and innovative the that is the the yes response and the no response is that it really is in terms of what each person is choosing to awaken. Everything exists within the wholeness, within the hologram. All there is exists within that within that hologram. And yet what gets unlocked is up to each individual. Can you please share words of wisdom that you know will um, help those who will be hearing this broadcast to continue on their journeys and as empowered creators? Can you share something? Something more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're just scanning those beings that are listening. And what really comes up the, the strongest is to spend time with the peace ray and imagining the peace ray vibrating within and without and all around to really help create the energy location and space that each person can occupy. That the peace ray is like expanding your energy vibration and territory by creating an illusion-free zone, by sending back to the source from which it came anything that anyone's carrying that's not uniquely them or theirs. So the peace ray is a space holder that then each individual can actually expand to be as tall, as vast, as aware as they, as they each are. That it's no longer less necessary or preferable to choose to hold back or shut down. And the peace ray can create the opening to just pop back out to your regular, expanded, brilliant, extraordinary energy, size, and soul being. Wow, thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Council of Life, for your beautiful answers, sharing your beautiful wisdom, and answering the uh, call of so many of us to... Uh, to grow and to evolve, and I really appreciate your answers today. Mm. It is our joy and pleasure as well to interact in this way. Danielle, Danielle Rama Hoffman has just shared beautiful wisdom from the Council of Light. She has written an amazing book called The Council of Light. Divine transmissions for manifest the deepest desires of the soul. 
And uh, we're going to talk with Danielle real soon. She has a lovely, lovely website, which is, uh, her website is divinetransmissions.com. And it has all of her offerings there, which are many, many, many. Danielle, are you back with us? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, take a nice deep breath. <laughs> that was so amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. It's really fun. Spend <laughs> some time. We have about 14 minutes left to talk about your other book that you've written and some of the many offerings that you have and your wonderful trips to Egypt. Um, you wrote a book called The Temples of Light, and you've been to Egypt many times and are, of course, very connected with uh, Toth, and as, as I am also connected with Egypt also, but it it's very much manifested in your life, much more than it is in mine. I've never been to Egypt, and I'm actually not called to go to Egypt, but you have gone many times. Tell us about that connection. Yes, well, the book that I wrote about Egypt is The Temples of Light, an initiatory journey into the heart teachings of the Egyptian mystery schools. And, you know, I really didn't have any call or any awareness of being connected to Egypt when I was younger or really until I did. And then once I did, it was really uh, present for me strongly for several years and that I took trips to Egypt and went many times and brought in this body of work. And it really just feels like a remembering to me of the, the sacred sites, of the temples, of the consciousness that they have, and that the temples are built as a reflection of the stars. So it also feels like a beautiful evolution that my first book was about the temples of Egypt as portals to consciousness and then the second book is the council of light the the galactic energies the cosmic energies and really that as above so below as within so without and yes it really has been a huge part of my life and uh, incredibly joyful to remember to access the the mystery schools and those memories from past lives of being in Egypt and Egypt being one of the original civilizations that we've experienced. Uh, you offer so many different programs for people to uh, evolve and to help them with projects they're working on in their their own spiritual evolution. Can you describe some of the offerings that you have? Yes. Well, right now I have a, a monthly live call with the Council of Light and Thoth, which is called Joy Pods, a unity consciousness experience. And that's the, the first Tuesday of each month. And so that's a, a fun way for people that are new to my work to, to interact and to have their their questions answered. And more importantly, just to really be in that energy and that in that space of being divine to divine and uh, soul to that awareness or that those group of others that are joining 
And then I also have the energy support program, which is a long distance energy support program that is based on the principle that we talked about earlier, that moving into and maintaining a higher vibration is really where things exist that we're wanting to manifest and that that helps people complete their their old patterns. And then I have a lot of home study programs about uh, money and joy and the books, of course. And then I work with five clients a year, really, one-on-one in a, in a highly committed way to help them to bring in their own bodies of work, to help them write their books or to evolve in consciousness. And uh, yeah, those are really fun as well. Beautiful. Daniela, as I have a, my own healing practice and I'm, I'm wondering how healers can incorporate really into their healing and coaching practices uh, the rays. Is it teaching people about the different rays or is it really working with the rays ourselves as healers facilitating the healing process? Well, I think that people could uh, teach other people to work with the rays and since the book's been out it's been something that I've been hearing which has been so fun that some healers are using the book as uh, required reading in their mystery schools or their mentorship programs and yet it also can be just by the person the the healer or the coach using it in their own system that that already changes where it is that they're coming from and interacting with the client or just as one would send Reiki or send uh, a vibration or a thought it can also be done from long distance or even running the energy through the hands depending on on the practice my background is is massage and energy healing so I have a lot of years with people uh, on a table under my hands and and also sending energy long distance and so when I started uh, calling upon the energy of the Council of Light that was something that I added in and also would would do on myself like a self-healing practice with my hands sometimes just to give it a bit more of a tangibility even though just running the energies like along the meridians is another way that people can activate the the rays of light within their own body uh danielle what one thing you you do is uh is the light language speaking light language what is light language yes yeah, so light language is really a vibration or a consciousness that is expressed either silently through uh, like spirals or sacred symbols or it's also spoken and that, that sounds like syllables put together that usually has a beautiful rhythm to it. And my experience of light language is that it, when I divinely transmit the light language, it comes in usually at a time where it's important to really transmit and receive from the place of the wholeness of someone or the, the multidimensionality. It's like color goes beyond the intellect. And sometimes when words are used, 
there can be such an association to them previously. And with the light language, it's really a bit like sound healing or using color application, uh, applying that that language of light to really awaken something within the person that also transcends their their intellect or their awareness. Can you give us an idea of what it sounds like? Uh, sure. So let me just kind of drop into that space. Thank you. Yeah, so I'll just use the light language first and then uh, translate the sentence in English afterwards. Tanio koshiwanio koshi tania hania koya kania hanio koshi toyo koya nia koya hanio koshi wanio chiwania chiwania konia hoya koshi this time on the earth plane is such that each individual has access to their own awakening tania koshiwanio koshi tania hanio koshi the language of light is being streamed in this moment to just provide more access points to that language, that light, that availability of each person to access their source consciousness. Tanio koshiwanio tiwania tiwa koya tiwa shiwa hoyeni koyenia hanio koshi. Yes, so that's a brief example of light language. <laughs> wow, that was an amazing treat for me. And all, that was amazing. Absolutely love that. That was I haven't heard that in years, um, but I have heard it from you many years ago when we worked together. Wow, absolutely love that. It makes my me smile, smile, smile. I love it. Mm. I love it. Uh, people can, uh, we have about five more minutes. I wanted to remind people where your website is. It's divinetransmissions.com. We're speaking with Danielle Rama Hoffman, and she has written, uh, her latest book is The Council of Light, Divine Transmissions for Manifesting the Deepest Desires of the Soul. And I am planning on continuing to work with that book and share it with others who I know are ready for it. It's, it's like lighting up. I, you know, I, it's one of those books you want to share and uh, with those you know uh, it will, they're ready for it and has so much amazing information. Um, Danielle, are you planning any trips to Egypt soon? Not at the moment. You know, it's really, my focus has shifted uh, a bit or a lot from from Egypt to to France and you know I've been thinking a lot about the Isis leaving Egypt and, and going to France or or Mary Magdalene and Yeshua leaving Egypt and going to France and and so that really seems to be the direction that my energy is going in and so I'll be offering tours to France uh, beginning the fall of, of 2014 and working with the sacred sites, the Mar Mary Magdalene sites and, and just all the beautiful portals of consciousness that exist in France as well. Wow, that's really, really beautiful. I love that idea of going there. And you live there part-time, is that true? Yes, yes. In the Provence and... Um, you know, for me, on a, a soul lineage l way that uh, 
being in France is is accessing more of my communication and and the high vibration of love. So I love that too. Just how different places make different uh, aspects of ourselves more accessible and that people can tap into that within them, that they can tap into the temples of Egypt through a book like the Temples of Light or just going within or calling upon the energy of Hawaii, that we don't have to physically be somewhere in order to, to really harness or activate what those places would would awaken within us. That's really beautiful. I totally understand what you mean about the different places awakening us in, in amazing ways and the connections that we feel to them. And uh, I think all of us listening probably know which areas we've connected with or felt close to in, um, in our experiences here on this lovely planet. Uh, Danielle, we have a couple more minutes. I would love it if you could have some share with us closing words of wisdom from your heart that you could share with, with me and all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, what really comes to me in this moment is is based on my you know, my own path and my own experience of of having had times or years where it felt like really shining my light or or being who it was that I was who it is that I am was scary or frightening and and just transcending that in order to really be who it is that I'm here to be and that that would be my invitation for each person to really just go for it because I think that it's a time of of pioneers of innovators that we each have access to something that's that's unique that will support the evolution of consciousness and that even though it may seem scary at times that shining brightly and playing full out is actually a, a beautiful experience for for the individual and also models that to other people. So I just have the sense that people listening may have something that they've been putting off doing or being or or sharing and that there could really be a lot more to be garnered from, for, from going for it than from not. Wow. Thank you, Danielle. It has been uh, amazing for me to connect up with you. Thank you so much for joining us today, sharing your beautiful wisdom and all that you offer. It's really, really been my pleasure to spend this time. Me too. You're welcome. And thank you for your extraordinary questions. I really felt like you asked questions that uh, access that which hadn't been accessed before. So that co-creative power is just amazing. So thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. That is wonderful. I thank everyone listening for joining us today. Sending love from my home to yours. I am Pleiadian Emissary of Light, Caroline Roth.